Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. We are now in season four of our program with over 1,300 videos that are viewed and listened to around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very senior and accomplished retailer from the UAE, Mr. Ritesh Mohan. Ritesh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mr. Ashutosh. It's my honor and pleasure to be with you on your uh, channel. And uh, thank you for uh, reaching out to me. And it's a, it's my pleasure uh, to be with you today, sir. Thank you so much. Um, Ritesh, in addition to being a retailer, is an author. And he's an author of two books, which are titled Simplifying Retail and his more recently published book, How to Be a Shark Salesman. So, uh, Ritesh, let's first talk to you a little bit about retail and then we'll come to your books. Sure. Uh, you are in Dubai, which is the mecca of, of retail, if I can use that term. What are some of the major challenges the brick and mortar retailers are facing now? Uh I mean, that's a good question to start with, Ashutosh, sir. Uh, the main challenges that the uh, retail uh, sector is uh, facing is the new manifestation of retail, that is uh, e-commerce, right. thanks to uh, pandemic COVID-19, which has, uh, you know, most of the major countries across the world was under lockdown and a lot of it has impacted the uh, consumer behavior and their shopping patterns, their preferences. Mm -hmm. So uh, plus moreover, e-commerce has something called convenience attached to it. So people have changed their uh, buying habit or shopping habits. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the biggest challenges which a retailer today is uh, uh, facing but as they say there is always a two sides of a same coin mm. uh, one man's loss is another man's gain so when uh, it happens uh, you know I would say a gain for a retailer during pandemic has been the uh, the adoption of uh, uh, omni-channel adoption of digital platform mm. uh, I mean previously you know uh, digital transformation world was unknown in a retail sector mm. yes brands were moving towards e-commerce but it was not their priority mm -hmm. it was just a three percent or five percent or a ten percent to the overall turnover but when pandemic hit and they saw the physical has come to zero only way to sustain and stay afloat was going online mm. and that has you know uh, there is a statistics by so Shopify which is one of the e-commerce uh, platforms mm. they said with, in, within 2020 and 2021 in one year's gap uh, they had registered a growth, double digit growth I mean and they had doubled up their number of uh, things mm. which signifies that today the retail sector which is one of the oldest sector in the entire ecosystem mm. uh, known to mankind so uh, at least the retailers have acknowledged that staying agile, staying uh, embracing the new technology is the only way forward. Mm, fascinating. Great response. My next question to you is on people. You know, I remember when I was building Guardian and maybe it is different in Dubai, but one of the biggest challenges we faced and we had 1200 employees, we were, the problem was how do we, we we've spent a lot of money on training them, but we couldn't retain them. So what goes into building and retaining a great team in retail? 
Mm, I mean, as they say, uh, uh, I mean, I would say a change in mindset is mm-hmm. definitely required, right. both from the uh, basically from the employer side. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of the you might have seen uh, it's a terminology which is used by HR and accountants mm-hmm. and they are finance people, something called hat count. Change this hat term. Uh, uh, headcount to something called heart count. Okay. So uh, the moment you start reaching uh, with your mission, with your uh, you know uh, vision and policy that you want to take your company forward, if you mm. are able to reach the heart of your employees, mm. then that's where the change will start happening. Okay. It should not be, as they say in, in my book, which I had written in sales, uh, there's something called a change or a transformation from a transactional perspective to mm. something called relationship perspective okay. so uh, employee employership should not be only merely transactional mm. so it has to become you have to as they say you know one of the uh, reminds me of uh, advertisement in uh, india of mm. a bajaj automobiles mm. hamara bajaj mm. you know that that connect which that two yeah. words had with the masses and the brand still goes strong well, and so tilka uh, rishta is what is important mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, a corporate or a organization start establishing this particular con- uh, you know connect with their employees mm-hmm. it can be uh, not through incentives yes you can show the carrot and make the people motivate mm-hmm. but um, you know in management jargons we had talked about robert kaplan's balance scorecard mm-hmm. the whole objective the bottom line of that uh, scorecard was to align different functions of the business with a common corporate goal or a vision mm-hmm. now but what lacks is that this uh, th- theory remained into papers, into files, mm. and uh, got you know uh, submerged in under somewhere in the cupboard. Mm. Whereas, in practical, if you uh, if uh, say a shop manager, it starts with the shop manager. Right. If shop manager starts motivating every day, you know uh, his team first thing in the morning, something like you know. Uh, two minute uh, coffee session or something mm. uh, that's that's how it builds it up mm. then it starts building the communication it all starts with the communication if your communication with your subordinates with the team members is perfect mm. there is a you know the sops are being followed your customers will be happy and ultimately your uh, bottom line will show positivity Wonderful. and so that's what the people are the core of any business and mm. retail is not uh, any different at yeah. all it's well a people said. business well said and you know uh, ritesh you have seen the bricket motor business and i'm sure you're very deeply uh, engaged with the digital marketing or the e-commerce platforms my question to you is how are e-commerce platforms impacting brick and mortar retail and what do you see as the future uh, okay first of all uh, to answer the you know first part of the question is how it is impacting if you the statistics says that e-commerce still is only 12 to 14 percent of the entire retail turnover so 86 percent or 87 percent still comes from physical brick and mortar mm. So, but e-commerce is growing at a double-digit uh, kind of a growth rate. So, mm-hmm. if that growth rate continues, then uh, you know the, the shrinkage of physical retail or the share will shrink. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the best, uh, according to me, if you ask me, mm-hmm. uh, e-commerce is nothing but one of the manifestation mm-hmm. of 
physical retail itself it is kind of a channel of distribution as we you call it in our business sales and uh, distribution kind of a terminology mm. uh, so uh, any retailer should not or any person or any ret- uh, should not perceive it as a challenge mm. e-commerce should be looked as a part of the business and that's where the change in the mindset to being an omni-channel retailer comes into place mm. In fact, it is helping a lot of retailers. If you see future of retail, if you have asked as a part B of your question, mm-hmm. uh, my answer to that is, uh, you know, uh, I'll take back to uh, say around 25 years back mm-hmm. when uh, in India, uh, you know, 24 hours news channels had started Correct. and people were saying, who is going to read Times of India or who is mm-hmm. going to reach Hindustan Times, you know, when you uh, you are being bombarded 24 hours with the news, mm-hmm. who is going to read the newspaper and newspaper will finish. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward 25 years in 2022, both the mediums sustain, Correct. both the medium uh, remains and both the mediums are thriving. Mm-hmm. So, uh, same thing, that's the future of retail. Uh, in fact, uh, the retailers who are fast and intelligent enough to imbibe and embrace the new technology mm-hmm. will thrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say uh, earlier, you know, the departmental stores used to be like 30,000 square feet mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Now, with the help of technology, with the help of e-commerce, mm-hmm. you, are, uh, you need not have a big box kind of a retail concept. Mm-hmm. You need to, uh, there is a brand in the US called Nordstrom. They have, they have experimented very successfully their express model. Mm-hmm. So uh, what they have created a smaller footprints of our stores concept, mm-hmm. say around uh, 2000 square uh, feet area. Mm-hmm. And they kept, you know, the fast moving collection. Whereas the entire collection catalog has been uploaded on their e-commerce site. Mm-hmm. So you go to the Nordstrom, you will not find a huge 30,000 square feet area. You will see it only 2,000, but with very uh, limited collection. That's the sales right. staff comes with the iPad. Mm. And if you want to browse more, they have large screens, touch screens in the store as well. And mm. you place an order and the orders get delivered to your That's store right. or you can pick it up from your uh, Nordstrom store. So what happens advantage from the financial perspective, your rent cost, which is approximately the biggest chunk for any physical retailer comes down. Mm. Smaller format. So you are not holding any much inventory in your shop floor, but in your warehouse. So your warehouse becomes a fulfillment center. So it's ultimately, if you ask me, the retailers, the physical retailers have learned a technique from e-commerce called customer acquisition cost or Mm. customer acquiring, uh, how to acquire Mm. customer at Mm. minimal cost. Fantastic. Yeah, well said. And it's very interesting you gave the example of Nordstrom. I mean, two weeks ago, I spent a lot of time in the US and I saw Nordstrom stores and I saw how they have transitioned. I also saw some very interesting changes. You know, big brands like British India or Hagar or there are many more have actually shut down a lot of their stores, kept a signature store in big cities and just moved online. True. That's happening. In fact, uh, but I also see, uh, Mr. Ashutosh, the reverse trend happening. A mm. lot of e-commerce players are now opening oh, up a uh, physical right. store. Mm. This is because 
the customer acquiring cost after this uh, you know online has mm -hmm. gone up why it has gone up because thanks to uh, apple ios 14 update which stops the uh, tracking uh, or the privacy sort of uh, mm -hmm. uh, applications have come there so uh, the your uh, paper uh, ppc campaigns the cost have gone up uh, there is no more tracking no more retargeting happening mm -hmm. so uh, there is a lot of challenges so most of the retailers e-commerce retailers mm -hmm. uh, have form physical retail as their next uh, uh, domain to sustain and thrive yes, so sir. even in india your landscart or uh, sugar cosmetics for mm -hmm. that example are mm -hmm. d2c brands they, they were native online and they now are uh, at more than 6000 stores i believe uh, i understand that uh, landscart now has in india Correct. so they have entered middle east as well so and doing quite good so mm -hmm. the whole business so it's according to me the coming back to the your first question yes. e-commerce is just one of the channel of distribution one of the manifestation mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. very interesting my next question Uritesh, is on technology um how is technology changing retail? Uh, okay. Uh, technology, uh, see, there are so many things that which is coming into technology. The, right now, uh, augmented reality, VR, we are talking about Web 3.0 or Metaverse. Mm -hmm. Though it sounds very nice as a jargon, but the challenge lies in uh, adopting it. The cost of adopting those technology uh, is uh, suppose you want to create an uh, your own e-commerce store or a physical store in a metaverse, say in a place like Decentralex or Decentraland or uh, Roblox in metaverse. Uh, the cost of integration of uh, something will uh, you know uh, make you poorer by at least million dollars kind of a thing. Mm. So uh, so that uh, one it's exactly like what in 1980s the cost of making one website used to go into $100,000. Yes. So yes, so that's one of the uh, challenges which I believe over a period of time will come mm. down. Mm. Uh, how technology is go uh, changing retail is by bringing an uh, element of uh, uh, experience into it which today uh, if you ask me how the evolution of retail started mm -hmm. it started as high street we, we saw kirana shops mm -hmm. we saw uh, you know uh, uh, your high street retailers it went into a mall it evolved into the malls so the people started going into the mall mall became more of a family leisure and mm -hmm. entertainment kind of a thing mm -hmm. uh, people used to go to the mall in the morning with the family see their movies uh, favorite movie have their lunch out and evening come with those with your uh, shopping bags back home hmm. so it was a whole day kind of a uh, leisure activity for the family hmm. it evolved into something called uh, e-commerce hmm. e-commerce gave us something called personalization because thanks to everything that you can major on a digital platform you can personal personalize your uh, targeting you can personalize your communication you can uh, create personalized offers hmm. for the people it went a, a further step further mm -hmm. into called hyper personalization. Mm -hmm. So there are AI tools or machine learning tools that have retailers uh, have now started implementing uh, thanks to SAP Commerce or you know all the CRP which has mm -hmm. uh, inbuilt artificial intelligence and machine learning system. Mm -hmm. Today with hyper personalization, uh, the retailer can not only predict the right levels of inventory, mm -hmm. it can also tell what Ritesh is going to buy now and when 
and in what quantities Wonderful. so you know uh, that kind of uh, uh, purchase habit monitoring mm. can be mm. done at a personal level Mm. so that kind of a thing so it, of course crm systems everything were there but it's now becoming more and more intelligent mm. today i mean what i see future would be you enter a store and since you are uh, highly visible on various social media mm. the scanners will scan your face and say mr ashutosh garg has now entered the store mm. think uh, one pop up goes to the shop manager say please go and welcome mr ashutosh mm. and the shop manager comes and say mr ashutosh welcome and thank you for shopping with us Very imagine good. that kind of experience you will feel you see the vvip kind of a treatment mm. so uh, future according to me would be more of uh, you know face recognition mm. integrating with your central uh, with your uh, search engines on social media who is this guy in the store mm. linking it back to your uh, crm system saying that whether this particular face is a part of our member or a loyalty club and mm. what level of loyalty club is is he at a gold level senior platinum level what level and then sending a message and customized offer to you on the spot wow. so this is going to be the future where you are combining the social which is a e-commerce kind of a thing digital with your physical by for imparting experience to your customer so yes. this is uh, this though it sounds like uh, you know the james bond movies mm. but uh, this technology is happening the trials are taking place and soon it will be a incredible. part of us incredible what a what a fantastic explanation you've given me about technology nitesh now let's move to your books let me come to your latest book about how to be a shark salesman tell me about this book and what was your hypothesis when you wrote it okay uh, i had to do uh, to answer this question ashutosh sir i started writing i was not a writer uh-huh. i started writing in 2017 just with a mm. you know um, uh, writing a journal my day what i see in the market uh, being a sales person i used to write at my diary mm. then i said yeah uh, let me take it out to a blog mm. then i started writing blog i didn't uh, form my own uh, website by then i mm. used a free tool called blogspot.com mm. so i started uh, writing on it couple of uh, first articles which i wrote uh, were t- uh, were terrible mm-hmm. my mother being my biggest critic she being a english teacher she read those and said ritesh your grammar is pathetic mm-hmm. you need to improve now mm-hmm. how to improve is by reading books so i started reading and that became like an addiction and uh, like uh, today it is like if i don't read 10 20 pages a day i don't go to sleep mm. so that it became an addiction and started growing so uh, after writing three four more articles traction started happening mm. people say yes ritesh it's very good content why don't you keep writing yeah. so it became more of a habit over a period of time yeah. that habit uh, made my blog which is retailritesh.com mm. uh, i have written over 94 kind of articles pertaining to business and retail mm-hmm. and then those articles were started getting picked up by media mm-hmm. uh, from gulf news khalish time they said why don't you write for us i said okay i'll write mm-hmm. so i started writing for them mm-hmm. and then uh, suddenly in one of the events in the seminars that i was participating in a mm-hmm. uh, couple of people came said ritesh you have so much uh, knowledge why don't you write a book Mm. I said, okay, that's a good idea. So let me write. Uh, that's how simplifying retail happened. Okay. Simplifying retail. The first book was uh, completely on retail. Mm-hmm. My uh, experience of twenty-four years. What's happening in the market? How? That objective of writing that book was: uh, if somebody reads that book, can mm. start a retail business next day. 
Hmm. So it talks about buying. It talks about merchandise planning. It talks about visual merchandising. It talks about marketing. It talks about selecting a location. Hmm. So entire gamut of retail. Hence, simplifying retail came in. Then uh, I said, okay, it's like an addiction. You know, you get addicted to coffee. Correct. So writing became an addiction to me. Hmm. And uh, second book. Is uh, what, what then I when I was planning after the first book what to write next. Mm. I said, what are my core strengths? I've been a salesperson since nineteen uh, ninety uh, nine. So I let me. I told, okay, let me write my learnings from mm. uh, uh, sale as a salesperson. How mm. I have developed businesses. How I have uh, uh, achieved my targets. Uh, reached out to the maximum commission payout for a company from a mm. company. Mm. So all those things. So I said, okay, let me write it in a uh, structured manner. So hence. I have written a second book which has 25 growth hacks hmm. how to be a shark salesman shark word was inspired by shark tank series hmm. and I said uh, because you have something a concept called one minute elevator pitch correct so each one of us if you see are selling uh, employee is selling to his employer with his skills with his time uh, son is or a child is selling to the, his parents uh, whether he's blackmailing them in terms of I want chocolate if mm-hmm. I do this kind of a thing uh, so each one or even even a business owner Ashutosh is selling to venture capitalists or investors or right. bankers right. Uh, to invest uh, so each one of us are in a selling business mm-hmm. so uh, to s- how you can convince a person how you can do a persuasive selling mm. is my book talks about that it talks about 25 uh, hacks mm. with 25 chapters each chapter is a different skill set based on my personal knowledge what i have learned mm. so whether it is a you know relationship building mm. whether it is a community building whether it's been more visible uh, to make your personal brand kind of a thing mm. so uh, today if you ask me the future of selling is more on a personal branding driven mm. so uh, more uh, visible you are and i believe in one word which called fa- uh, familiarity breeds acceptance so p- if people know you online mm. they accept you when you meet them face to face how wonderful how wonderful and my last question to you yes sir. you know for someone who has got such a, an amazing amount of experience uh, you know into so many different markets this is for the way young people who are listening to our conversation. Retail, uh, Ritesh, what would your advice be to young individuals starting off on their journey as corporate managers or entrepreneurs? Okay. Uh, my advice, uh, Ashutosh, sir, my entrepreneurial journey, if you ask me, just mm-hmm. only two months old. Okay. So I have just started my, on my own. Mm-hmm. With my own, I'm setting up a retail incubator system uh, kind of a platform in mm-hmm. uh, Dubai. Mm-hmm. And uh, my learning, if you ask me, is uh, to or advice to the youngster is uh, experiment, mm-hmm. try, fail, don't be shy from failing. Mm-hmm. Fail is evident, mm-hmm. failure is uh, evident, I would say, mm-hmm. but fail forward, okay. fail smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, it teaches you a lot. Uh, get it, uh, yourself skilled mm. 
with the various new technologies new uh, i will say a uh, soft skills more than hard skills mm-hmm. anybody can teach you uh, a principles for a non finance guys uh, you can learn a financial ma- management you can start looking at the balance sheet you can read mm-hmm. what a normal finance guy won't be able to dig out you being coming from a fresh eyes can dig out the problem in a financial statement mm-hmm. so start learning the not only the hard skills but focus more on soft skills when i say soft skills your communication your interpersonal skills skills which machine cannot copy okay which uh, computers the machine learning system artificial intelligence cannot copy mm. what machines cannot copy today are the emotions mm. and sales or communication builds that emotional connect with your audience with your customers so try to focus and learn you know soft skills this are not uh, cannot be replaced by any technology and these are the skills which will make you uh, relevant in coming times this would be my advice to the Fantastic. young generation fantastic fantastic rithesh on that note uh, i can only say that this has been such an amazing conversation i have learned so many new things from you thank you for talking to me about your journey as a retailer uh, you know i learned about how technology is going to change and you know what you painted as the future uh, of retail using technology was so amazing thank you for also talking to me about your books uh, and how um, honestly you said that you know you wanted to start reading and now that it's become like a passion for you and you're reading every day i think that's such an important skill uh, for every single person and finally thank you so much for your wonderful advice to young people thank, thank you, you again for speaking to me and good luck to you thank you ashutosh sir it was my honor my pleasure to share a little bit of time uh, with you and i'm glad that if i can add some value to your uh, audience it would be uh, my uh, it was my pleasure sir thank, thank you. you very much sir thank you for listening to the brand called you video cast and podcast a platform that brings you knowledge experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.